Hello and welcome to the second last episode of Where's the Line this season. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and we're joined by the king of all tracks, Tyler Jules. Good to be here, Jimbo. Nice to have you back, mate. We're also joined by the self-proclaimed Kim Cott, although I think he's struggled to find a winner there the last few weeks. That's your man, <laughs> oh, Regan Cisco got, Davis. Got a couple of place bets. Yes, a couple of big place bets, but <laughs> Jimmy, um, just hitting my straps like usual. I think I picked the winter bottom winner two years in a row. Oh, One ridiculous odds, I think $30 last year. So but did you pick good it, to be back. Did you pick it two months ago at $6? I picked it first up, Jimmy, when you boys didn't give it a chance in a four-horse field. I didn't see that. You the... didn't give it a chance in a four-horse field at seven did, bucks. Didn't see a future Didn't see a future bet on the middle Don't need it because I, I don't know. It's a bit too much hype around this horse at the moment. And it's a bit short, two bucks. I'm not going to take it in a... Did you, not, did you not just listen to the futures bet? Yeah. Six dollars we got it at. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, well, if he's not going to Elite Street, that's what, he's having another poor week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, our last member here, the uh, our favourite guest, uh, Marky Mark. How are you, mate? I'm definitely taking Elite Street. <laughs> <laughs> so I can at least get one winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's money for jam. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, so obviously we got the second weekend of Perth Carnival, so it's pretty exciting, and actually a pretty good uh, card at Caulfield, I reckon, there's nine races, I reckon the seven of them are pretty good fields there, so I'm pretty excited to see what we can pick out at um, Caulfield, so let's get straight into it, let's go straight to Ascot, uh, we're going to go to Ascot Race 7, the Japan Racing Trophy, um, I reckon it's pretty hard to uh, go past the, yeah. the pike here, but um, let's see what the boys reckon. Yeah, Tyler? I, agree. I agree. Midnight Blue, I'll take the prong. I reckon it's going to win easily. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see much competition in this field, really. So. I think Pikey could have another field day. Could yeah, be getting another four or five winners. Third up and 2,100 metres suits it perfectly, so... Yeah, I agree. Modra? Mate, I I, um, I follow this horse, Juicing Carrots, and um, I follow it on the York Cup, and it's 59, 60 kilos, drops down to 54... Holds its form. It's got, it. It always pops up out of the blue. It does it does? Um, I'm, I reckon it's a great uh, great chance to beat the favourite. Yes. Yeah, so. Taxigano's in there as well. It hasn't popped up. Taxigano. Yeah, that's due to. I reckon it's. Up. I reckon. It, I reckon if it does nothing to, um, to, on Saturday, it retires. I think it's pretty much done. Uh, one, of the, one of the old boys we used to play cricket with, um, he put a bet on Jason Carrots every single week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Billy Ward. Great. Shout out to Billy Ward. Yeah, okay. he loves the horse. Yeah. Uh, did you? Who do you like me here, mate? Yeah, I actually looked at Juice and Carrots. Can't do it. I've backed it too many times and never got a good odds when it's won. Um, but I did see it won the York Cup and it won it quite well. At big odds. Yes. So, um, Drops to 54 kilo. Yeah, so but I, I like Pike. Form. Um, Pike's killed me, I think, almost the last month between him and Chris Parnham in the quotes I've been putting on at Ascot. They've been paying about $100. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pike, it looks good. This Midnight Blue's almost bet the exact same field um, yeah. last night. It goes up in weight, but it spanked him. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it eased on the line. I yeah. don't see much beating it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on with this, on with Pike. Extra distance should suit. Um, just to get the boosted odds, I'm going to put Bad Wolf to run top four. Hopefully, you get 4 or $5 for that. Um, I think he should definitely be running top four. He's a pretty consistent little horse, that one. Always runs second or third, so hopefully he can do it mm. again straight behind Midnight Blue. All right, the feature of the weekend, the Winterbottom Stakes, which is the 1,200 metre. It's the uh, Perth Group 1 Sprint. So um, there's a few boys heading up there. Kev Jabicki's heading up there. Uh, there's a few big future bets um, hopefully getting landed this weekend. Mm. So we'll have to wait and see what we're all on, but... I think, um, as we were saying before, there's a few of us already know what we like. Yeah, so. Elite Street. Yeah, so Tyler? Yeah, Elite Street, super confident with this. Um, good barrier, awesome jockey. I think he's four from four on Elite Street, um, Brad Wheeler. Yeah. Um, 
no, I don't see. There's no competition from over east. He's Elise Street's beaten pretty much every single horse in this field comfortably. I don't see much beating it. This is his grand final, and he's going to win, and he's going to win by a mile, I reckon. Okay, I love it. Modra? I, I'm saying Elite Street, the only thing you can beat him is his stable mate if they set it up for him. Um, is that Wilcino? Yeah, that's it, yeah. So, well, um, Wilcino did get a good barrier. Yeah, and, 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 and Morton's the trainer, so, you know, I, I remember going to the Pinney uh, races the evening with you guys maybe a few months ago and, and the stable mate uh, was the favourite and then the other stable mate. Oh, uh, that was... Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know I'm talking about there. The Gemma's son. Yeah, that's right. And then the stable mate trained by the same... One by same 50, 50 to one. one. And so I'd hate to see that again. That's the only way Elite Street gets beat, that they let that thing go out the front. Elite Street doesn't come until two, like it's interfered with and, and it just misses. That's the only way it gets beat. I agree. Uh, did you? I'm actually going to have a guess. You're on Wilcino. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, I do... Elite Street's probably my favourite horse in WA, but I just think, yeah, at the moment, two dollars sixty, I don't like it, and um, it's gonna have to, it's gonna have to do a bit of work. And if you actually look at the times, it hasn't been that impressive on the clock at Ascot. So, but it has the, been eased down. Yeah, yeah, but it's still out of where you want to see our two dollars sixty odds. Um, in respect to a couple of these others on the clock, um, at odds, I do think um, the uh, Ganjimi is that how you say it? Am I pronouncing it wrong? Um, they're stable. I think one of them's gonna play. See the Rock Magic, Long Beach, Money Matters. Um, Rock Magic probably the most probable of placing. But saying all that, I'm gonna um stay on Pike and go Graceful Girl. Um, I actually believe this horse would have won last start if I had got a clear run at Elite Street. Um, but it didn't. Barrier eighteen. Um, I'm actually not too fussed about it because Pike isn't was never gonna have this anywhere. Um, in the front half. So Barrier eighteen at least allows it the opportunity to be off the fence. Um, so eight bucks, Pikey to go. Little profit with that, and Will Chino. I think that's a pretty good bet. Yeah, yeah Will Chino is a big watch. I reckon. Mm. Um, I, I'm like number one ticket holder in this horse's um, form so far. Um, it will be going over to Melbourne, I think, in autumn. Um, yeah. So definitely good to see how wax up. And I just wanted to mention this. Um, I haven't been on the podcast recently, so but I did want to mention Chris Parnham. I think's one. Um, outside of the last couple of weeks, about 70% of all feature races at Ascot over the last year. Um, he has just made an absolute fortune. Um, so keep an eye out for him. Um, between him and Pike, I think they rode seven of the nine um, winners last start, last um, week. Yeah, so anyway, saying all that, I'm going to say in Pike, um, he's a man of springtime in Perth. That's what he's Lovely. Uh, well, I'm on Elite Street. I got it on the futures bet, so I got the two units on it at $6. So if he wins, I'll be keeping up 14.5 units. And the coming after you, Tyler. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. Two, it, one week. This is our second last week, Jim. Yeah. How, yeah. Much, how yeah. much am I in front? That 30 on I mean. <laughs> it's, 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 it's only one horse at 30 odds. If this one gets up, all of a sudden it's 25, and you never know. Nah, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> 25 to go. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that wraps us up for Ascot. So let's head across to Caulfield. Um, let's get straight across to race five. Unless, Regan, you got a track report? Yeah, I do. Uh, so, bumper nine race card has been assembled for Caulfield on Saturday, where it is zipping classic day. The weather is fine, the track is a good four, and the rail is out six metres for the entire circuit. Um, no rain forecast over in Melbourne, unlike Sydney, where it is absolutely perfect. Yeah, heavy, heavy eight, heavy nine. Any but I do my thought. No, I thought this card is actually quite good. Um, yeah, last couple that, of weeks yeah. in Melbourne, they've been racing at Bendigo, yeah. um, like the like not the main metro track. So it's good to yeah. be back at Caulfield. Interesting and, they're doing the nice sand car. down. Like these races usually run at sand down. They're on at Caulfield. Yeah, quite happy about that. Mm-hmm. Why oh, it's, it's, oh no, sand down guineas yeah. and. 
There's never, a classic stories never had yeah. a really good day at sitting down that straight. No. I don't know if you want to be at the back, if you want to be at the front. I, lo- I love having those long straights for yeah. the horses. It gives every horse a possible chance, unless yeah. it's a bit of a bias on that day, but I love a long straight. Yeah. All right, let's go race five, the Summon Stags. Um, Modra, I reckon you can kick us off here, mate. Who do you like here? Yeah, one of my favourite horses, running Tricky Gal. Oh. So I'm on that. Um, I think that's going to win. Um, I'm, I'm pretty keen. Beautiful. Uh, Regan? Yeah, I'm on Tricky Girl as well. Um, I think it's the best bet of Caulfield program. Um, placement by Maddie Smith um, is sensational here, and his stable's been firing. Uh, so yeah, I'm on. I'm on Montreal. I'm pretty confident that it wins at four dollars sixty. Beautiful, Tyler. Um, I mentioned this guy last week, but he got scratched, and that's Quantum Mechanic. Uh, five dollars fifty. Oh, yeah. He has been racing in some handy races this prep, and he been doing all right he had a pretty shocker in his last one but it was a hot race and i'm willing to forgive him to see if he bounces back um i feel like the dangerous steinem he had an awesome run but i think he likes it out of the ground the sting out of the ground i think he is a lot better he had one run in the soft he hasn't run in the heavy or anything and he matched it with colette in the soft so i'm assuming he's better wet tracker than he is on the good but yeah, I think Quantum Mechanic is a touch classier than a few of these um, going off his form and what races he's been sitting in. Beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm going the opposite. I'm going Steinem in there, right? I think um, $3.30, number nine. I think he's a very good bet in this race. Um, he's been running against much stronger company. Um, finds a very winnable race, 56 kilos. Last two runs, one length and three lengths off Colette, which reads very, very well for this. I'm actually pretty keen here. I almost had it as my best bet on the Caulfield card. Ooh. So, mm. few, th- very confident few blokes here. <laughs> All right, we head across to race six, the Sandown Guineas, which run over 1,600 metres. Um, late scratching, who was it that got scratched? Um, the Godolphin. Yeah, Brigantine. Brigantine. That was the... I was near, feeling that yeah, was... Yeah, near on shoe-in, I think. It was lining up perfectly for him. I, yeah. like, I really like that fangirl form, so... yeah. Um, she's the best. So who are you going to go there instead? Oh, I mentioned this horse on Cup Day to the boys. I sent it in the group chat. I had a dream that this thing won at big odds, and fuck me, it got close. Oh. It get close. Yeah, yeah we blushing, had it in the quaddy. Blushing Tycoon, mm. um, 15 bucks right now, $4.20 a place. Um, it was a tough decision because I did want to go Brigantine, but um, he is scratched. And the next one is Port Louis. But Port Louis just can't seem to win. Yeah. So that's his one thing uh, I just... I can't back him because of it. Yeah. Um, so I am going Blushing Tycoon. I like he's dropping down in distance a little bit. I think I'll suit him a little bit. Um, yeah, but I think he's ridiculous odds at 15s and 420 a place. So I'll be having a little e-trade bet on that. Beautiful. I'll jump in. I'm with you. I'm on Blushing Tycoon as well. I'm pretty sure um, before you said that, I was with the old boy in the morning. I said, make sure you have this in your quaddies and trifectas as well. Because I've been following a horse that beat it. And it's actually my best bet of the day. Um, and he's gone in and franked the form very nicely. Mm. So I think Blushing Tycoons is well and truly over the odds and got Daniel uh, Moore aboard, which is a huge yeah, tick. Um, yeah, big tick for him. Um, so I'm going each way as well at 15s and $4.20. Marcus, who you like here, mate? Oh, on the Pont Louis as well. Um, he's got the best form. Um, Fair enough. Not worry, he, can't, he hasn't been able to quite find the winning. No, that's fine. It's the horse. We're has he won it? He hasn't won it all, has he? No. I don't think he has. He's probably, no. Yeah, he's a big maiden. He runs, he runs big races every time. Yeah, I just can't get over the line. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, um, interesting there. I actually had Blushing Tycoon as well. I thought I could sneak 
sneak one uh, under the radar. Part <laughs> um, of the boys don't have a short memory as I'd like them to have. <laughs> and Port Louis, I can't do it. I think I've tipped it three times um, already this year. So I'm just, gonna win just one of those that <laughs> give you a Chinese burn when they win. Um, so I'm just going fest- festival dancer, Craig Williams, um, four for four on the track. I think Caulfield sometimes um, finds some horses out. So um, track tracks um, winning on the track is always good. Bonus. Hasn't, hasn't run the track. Hasn't won the track. Four no, four on the distance. Yeah, yeah. four and four on the distance. Right? <laughs> so he's got, he's take that. Four wins. Yeah, good. I, and that's one of the things I think I learned Sydney the earliest days. Um, when things are winning, just get on. Yeah, mm. back them because it's, <laughs> it usually comes about. But yeah, I, I was a bit thrown off there. I wanted to go blush and tackle but I thought. Why not um, give it a bit of variety and go festival dancer? Variety, lovely. All right, let's go to the feature of Caulfield Race 7, the Zipping Classic, which is run over 2,400. Zipping won this race three times, the old Sandown Classic. I watched the replay of its third one and went an absolute brain them. So pretty cool little little race, this one. Um, I think this one here has got the best bet pretty close of the year. Yeah. And I'm honestly shocked that it's not a wing odds. Yeah, it is. Dollar fifty five is um, overs, I think. Yeah, so we're talking about number one Spanish mission. So I'm going to just go straight in here. Um, obviously, third in the Melbourne Cup against uh, very elegant and incentivised. Um, gets the same weight against horses like Warning and yeah, and the rest. And no good. you know, he's probably ten lengths better than the, these horses, I think. And um, he gets the same weight as them. So I think he's going to be well and truly too good from here. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he runs at $1.20 to $1.25. So yep. make sure you get on now. But um, to boost the odds up, because we're not going to take $1.55, are we? Unless you're putting 400 like Duncan Cowder wants to do. <laughs> um, so we're going to put in Sound to run top four. Winner of the race last year was really good last run. And I think he's only going to be onwards and upwards. So really, I'm almost, I'd, I'd almost go the exact, but I'll just go top four and hopefully we get about $3 for He's that. He's followed the same prep as he did last time, yeah. so won the same races and everything, so yeah. it's a pretty good chance. Yeah. Tyler? Um, Spanish mission, um, everything Kim said, can't go past him, I think he wins, and I think he wins well, but not taking the fifty-five. so I'm throwing in Silent Sovereign top four. He had a good win last start, I was on him last start, and... He's on the backup, uh, nice barrier, and I think he'll go close. Um, so I'd like to see him run. I don't know if he'll get in the placings, but I'm hoping to see him in top four. I think $21, and um, I think is a good little E-trade bet if you want to do that. Beautiful. Uh, Marcus? Okay, so Spanish mission to shit it in. Um, obviously $1.55, so we're going to throw it in the Sydney race two, number um, 18, Extravagant Lad in the wet. In the Sydney race nine, Book Sphere with Nasri Willow. Five to one, so you're gonna get seventy-five to one for that treble. Brooks by, I was almost gonna have that as my best bet. Yeah, it's pretty close. They've got Nash. Listen, if you if it's at Sydney, get on Nash most of the day. Not every race, but most of the races, because in the wet he is probably yeah, the best good. wet wet um, jockey in, in Australia. What about Tommy Berry? Tommy Berry and Nash are the uh, are the best two by far. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. All right, um, did you? Um, yes. Spanish missions hard to go by. I think that was my tip in the cup. Um, you you placed place best bet. bet. Yeah, it was the best bet. Three dollars. I couldn't believe they were giving three dollars for that horse to place. <laughs> I could not. Mickey. I could <laughs> not. <laughs> exactly what we were about. Three dollars was way over the odds. It was never yeah. not going to place. It should have been two dollars if that. Probably dollar fifty. So Regan's never going not going to place. How much did you have yeah. on it? Then? <laughs> on the win. How much did you have on it? Then? Um, I had I think twenty five bucks on it, and I had it in the quarter, and then I had it in a box four, but I left out. 
um, very elegant. I didn't, I didn't have it. I had it, and but I had um, number, I think it was number nine or number eighteen, and I was like, no, I won't do it. Yeah, no, I, actually, no, I had very elegant. I didn't have incentivized. I left it out incentivized because I thought I was like, ah, no, nah, I'll go for the value. And then um, I got greedy. I still would have won a couple hundred bucks from it. Well, yeah, well sir. I, I, yeah. <laughs> we bagged it for our mates that day and we we up a fair Yeah, it was, it was still... And I reckon yeah, it's got to be... Quality. It would have had to be... Quartet, you mean? Quartet, yeah, yeah, I reckon it was the easiest quartet yeah. in hindsight. Yeah, Everything's easy when you think in hindsight. Of, yeah, when you think about it. We didn't have very elegant and then... Um, one of the boys on the bus up there said, oh, we'll chuck yeah. in Ray Liggins. So I just chucked it in and thank yeah. you, I did, because um, won a fair bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. finally we had the ability to go back in time. Yeah, we'll yeah. all be rich men. I know. Um, so I reckon Spanish mission to win, um, warning to run top three, and Luna Fair to run top four. Lovely. Mm. Luna Fair, I reckon, couldn't bounce back very well. Yeah, yeah. I backed it last time. I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, but while I'm truly back, I got like fucking 10 lengths off and just couldn't make it up. And I think Warning's obviously going to be right there again. Yeah. Um, I think they, the owners have finally realised it's quite not quite up to that group one level. So yeah. just dropped it down to these group threes and, um, you know, they're winning races, which is good to see. All right, let's go to race eight, the Eclipse Stakes. Um, nice little interesting race here. I think there's a bit of value to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus, who, who you got like here, mate? I've got, I've got a few horses here that uh, my favourites run on the weekend in Melbourne. It is a pretty good card. So, Sosie Bond is one of my horses, mm. and like uh, Juicing Carrots, it holds its form, um, and it's in form at the moment. It's got a, a reasonable um, position against the other horses. So, I think each way. So see bomb at about ten to one, I reckon it is. is uh, right? 12, 12, twelve, twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. Twelve to one. Beautiful, uh, Regan. Yeah, um, I think Mickey Holmes did Sosie Bond. And yeah. I listened to the podcast and you said, go each way. You're going to hate it when mine wins and um, yours comes third. And I think your horse won and he come that third. day and he come third. And it was flying as well. And it paid yeah. like 7 or $8 for a third. Yeah. Um, so, and he, he actually did end up taking it as a place. Oh, well, I don't know if it's not on the pod. I can't. I can't, I can't understand like that. He ended up coming uh, like one race and he goes, "Yeah, Jim, you're right. I'm gonna have all those wings each yeah, way." I was, I was cracking up <laughs> uh, um, because I thought, you'd, "Yeah, it's it's funny to look back in." Um, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I reckon this race is um, like you could close your eyes and just pick one. Get close digits. Well. Yeah, um, a few mysteries. Yeah, I reckon it'd be a good one. Um, I've got number eleven Excel Man at twenty three dollars. Uh, rising a fair bit in grade and depth, but has enormous upside. Comes off a uh, strong first up win at Flemington on Cup Day um, in the Sub-Zero race. So um, I think he landed some pretty good bets on Cup Day. Um, so I'm interested to see how the market plays a bit closer. But obviously I haven't been able to see too much as of yet. But at $23, I'm just going to go on the nose because I've got a couple of units to make up. So only two weeks <laughs> left, why not? Have Why a swing. Not? What Have do you say, Jim? Big players take big swings. Yeah, mate. That's I've it. had uh, two strikes. I've got, <laughs> oh, I've got one. I've got one, one throw left. I'm hoping not for a foul ball. I'm I reckon you're in the. Up. I reckon you're in the ninth innings. <laughs> yeah. uh, two out. Yeah. <laughs> two strikes. Base is loaded. <laughs> no, they're definitely not loaded. <laughs> uh, Tyler, um, I'm going Regalo Di Giantano at thirteen bucks. Um, Murray Bridge Cup winner, and usually I don't. I would look past that as it's a donkey track, Murray um, Murray Bridge. So actually, good track. Yeah, they spent yeah. a lot of money on that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually gone wrong. Not many good horses. No, nah, that's there. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I had a look at uh, watch his race. It was pretty impressive. And then he's won at Mortarfield where he um, took off. He had a like superior turn of foot and when he was up at the front leading. Um, and then he just got didn't get pipped, but he got close by uh, another one coming from the back. But he's two from two. 
from 1800. He has a nice fourth up record, so I think it'd be. Uh, I think he's overs at 13 bucks. So I'm going just straight on the nostrils with this one because I think he's a very good chance at winning. Beautiful. I like it. Um, I'm with the old boy. I'm with Sosi Bond. Number one, twelve dollars. Um, I think he's a huge chance here, and dare I say, if he wins this, I think he will be retiring after this race. How old is he? Eight years old, is he? He's the enigma, mate. Eight year old, seventy career starts. Yeah. Um, he was absolutely huge last run, but just couldn't quite get there. Uh, loves Caulfield, and um, so yeah, good luck to Sosi Bond. And fingers crossed, he goes out on a high because I reckon if he wins, I reckon some, the owners will be happy. He's made a couple. One point eight, I think it is. Yeah, I had a look at it all. I was like, you know, he's done pretty good considering he was about. I'm pretty sure he he went about thirty races without winning one. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like he was always hanging around the mark and never quite winning, and then he's finally come good. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's head across to the final race of the card, the Kevin Heffernan Stakes, which has run over fourteen hundred meters. And again, I think there's a bit of value to be found again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, kick us off. Um, I'm going surprise baby at thirteen bucks. I honestly, don't know if he can win over this short of a distance, but I'm just excited to see him back. There's a bit of speed on the race um, with Streets of Avalon and stuff. Um, Good race. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, I think it sets up perfectly for Streets of Avalon. He loves to wait for age. Um, he's come out of some good races, good barrier, but I can't go past the prize, baby. He's coming off a lot of three, or how long has he been out? Like a while. Yeah. He, he was a Melbourne yeah, Cup, he was a Melbourne Cup favourite, Melbourne so Cup. he has some class with him. Um, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping my little mind thinks um, my little... What's the word for it? My form in my head. that Because he's been off for so long, he would like this shorter distance and he'd be a bit more sharper. But I'm honestly not sure. I just think he's a bit over at 13 bucks. So, surprise baby. And I'm completely knocking I'm Superman. I don't think that thing should be favourite and I'll be betting against that. So. Yeah. Are you going each way just on the nose? Just on the nose, mate. Well, it looks like I'm going on the nose as well because I picked that surprise baby too. <laughs> uh, I was going to go each way, but I honestly reckon it's a really good place bet um, for your multis. Uh, as Tyler said, um, I've been following it, and the trainers come out and said he can't believe how good its work's been. Reckons it's absolutely flying yeah. around the track. Absolutely cannot wait to get back out there. So thirteen dollars looks pretty good bet here, and three dollars ninety for a place. Chuck it in your multis. Yeah, Marcus. None of one of my favourites running Rainier and got Oliver on it as well. Mm. So I rate that. Uh, good horse. I have. I've probably got. Let's go. Fifteen horses I really follow, and I've got um, a couple. Racing on the weekend, Tricky Gow and Rainier in Melbourne, so uh, I can't go past it. So I reckon Rainey has won eight times. I reckon I've backed it six or seven times. I I'm, I'm up there too, yeah. Yeah, he's good, been good to me. Um, Ditcho, who you like here, mate? Uh, Streets Avalon, yeah, isn't it? Streets Avalon. <laughs> go on the top. We knew that before you even asked. Um, yeah, uh, it gets away from the big boys, like Tyler said. Um, and, yeah, we've got like... Dropping out of nature street races. Yeah, very good form on. Yeah. I was very close to backing that buck. Um, and this is his favourite trip, so it looks like he's level. Um, is he too far in prep? Nah, I reckon he's rock hard fit, is what they say. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word. Um, we didn't really do much last race, so I feel like he's got a bit more in the gas tank. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. It's another one interesting career-wise because... Do you know, do they put him around for another year or do they just try and win one more feature race and, yeah. and, and um, pull up stumps? But, yeah, I mean, $6.50, I reckon that's pretty good odds to have a cracker. Like, yeah. Especially in the last... Um, how often do you see the top eight win the last race? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Streets of Avalon, one of my favourites, so hopefully give me a winner. Beautiful. All right, let's get across to our best bets. So uh, let's go straight to Tyler Dews. What do you like there, mate? I'm going Wonderbar at Gold Coast. can't remember what race number it is, but... 
it's going to be super wet in Gold Coast. It's been raining heaps. Um, and I, this girl like nearly knocked off Lost and Running and like absolutely flew home. She got real close. They haven't taken her um, up to Gold Coast before, so it'll be interesting to see how she goes. Um, I think she'll be winning a few up there if they, they keep her up there because I think she's way classier than a few yeah. of the others. Um, but yeah, I think she looks like a star. I think she might be peaking at a five-year-old mare. So I think it's a very good bet at $3.70. Um, the track suiting, suits her perfectly. She loves a wet track. And I don't see much else in her. I think it's $3.70 for her. And then the next one is like 10 or 11s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's got like Kizikano and stuff in there who are a bit um, on and off with their form. So I think she's a very good bet. Wonderbar. Beautiful. Lovely. Best bet, Marcus? Yeah, I've been muck around the NBA and the NFL, and yeah. I've got two big ones in the last few weeks. Um, so uh, NFL tomorrow morning, one thirty. So you need to put it on tonight. Um, it's the Chicago Bears versus Detroit Lions. So the Chicago Bears are favourite. Um, I don't tend to pick the winner um, unless I'm back in Tampa Bay with Brett, um, with um, main man. Um, anyway, so it's any time touchdown score. Alan Robinson, DeAndre Swift, who I rate big time. TJ Hawkinson, I rate him. Also, uh, TJ to get the receiving yards over 43.5. DeAndre Swift, the uh, rushing yards over 66.5. And Dalton, um, so we're assuming that um, his team is going to win, so he's got to pass to 215. Now, most of the good quarterbacks pass 280, 290. When you're doing um, the main man, um, he's won eight Super Bowls. Brody. Is it seven or eight? Eight. Um, eight um, he's always at about 305. Um, so he needs two fifteen. You're gonna get seventy to one on that. Um, so I'll bump thirty bucks on that for two grand. But just for one unit, it's seventy bucks. So. Lovely. You mean get around it? it. That's a that's off. a two unit play. That's your best bet. That's one hundred and forty. You oh, there you go. You nearly knocked <laughs> yeah. me off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you? Wow. And who thought one hundred and forty units as a best bet would it be the most at stake? You're kidding. You're because not. what I've done, Jim, I've, I've proclaimed myself as the king of Ascot. I've gone through um, and I've had a crack here. So I've gone race four, no white flag to win. I think, think that's going to win. Um, versus in the exact same field as it spanked last start. Resort man to place. That's my only um, query, query in this multi is resort man to place. I don't know how it is first up, but $1.70, I've taken that. Dom to shoot to place, $1.40. The front bar to win, $1.75. Midnight Blue to win, $2. And basically, I'm getting 100 to 1 odds at Downforce to run a place at $4.60. So that's 100 to 1, which I can't believe. That's a six-leg multi, four places, two wins. It looks good. Can't believe it. Um, so yeah, three 100, places, three wins? 100, 100, 100 to 1 odds, so a 200 um, and 1 unit return if it comes through. IT took a photo. Good. Took a photo, just in case. Um, and wouldn't this light up the podcast? So you put 20 on that? Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm gonna. This is my savior. <laughs> this is my um. This is my one in seven. My quaddies because my quaddies have been absolutely. <laughs> well, whilst big Jim's out in, in the sun playing Seagrave this weekend, I'll be cracking that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good luck to you, mate. I, I'm not gonna lie. I hope it loses. <laughs> uh, honestly, if we're gonna achieve, I'm just having a stab in the dark here. I reckon this could be possibly the last season of Where's the Line. Um. If we're gonna if we're gonna achieve something good here, I'd love to see a hundred to one yeah. best bet come up. And you know what I'd love more is me and Modern to both have um, a win here and have <laughs> a, a three hundred and forty unit win. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Then maybe the, uh, we get a promotion from um, Spotify to maybe um, Channel Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Which, 
Take him over, get on well, the racing. That's a bit ambitious, mate, just because you can't come every single week. That doesn't mean me and Ty aren't keen to just take it. We, 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 like, yeah, we got, got heaps of good feedback yeah, from same. last week. I, really like last, I listened to last week and I really liked it. We I actually had a few people first... saying, thank God Regan's not on <laughs> I actually had two people hit me up saying it was a really good podcast. Yeah, I thought, who, honestly, who said... for the first week um, in history of Where's Line, it was the first week where it sounded like... Um, Educated horse talk and um, like thorough listing of the races. And what happened? Me and Tyler picked a few winners. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Wait, came it's out. Cool. Well, you came out on good profits. I, I, feel I think I just out. came out on profit. Oh, I only got um, off bodders for not bloody. Oh, I picked them all, and then bodders get to puncture. Yeah, that's we, a monkey. Uh, yeah, I was watching it as well. Eleven thirty at night on a Sunday. And I was yeah, like, <laughs> I was fuming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my best bet. We're going to Caulfield race three. Uh, number two, Starve Chaos which is $5. I've been following this horse a lot. I think it's had six runs. I think I've watched four of them. Um, he ran second last up behind the future superstar Espiona, or Espiona, however you pronounce Espiona. it. Yeah, and they reckon that thing uh, could win Cox Plates and stuff like that. They're talking up big time. Um, gets a really nice draw in barrier five. Should be very, very hard to beat. And if he does win, then you've definitely got to get on... Um, that uh, t- blushing tycoon because this this breaks at big time. Decent rains, the only danger, which was an exceptional winner last week. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to back Star of Chaos to frank the form of Espiona and it might even come in a few fractions if this thing comes out and wins as well as I think it will. Like it. Yeah. All right, let's go across the features. Let's go straight to the um, the one feature that hasn't really registered a win yet, uh, Leo Crackerjack. And nobody got a Crackerjack last week. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I what, swiped off. You changed like three times. Yeah, Mate, that's uh, part of the Crackerjack. you got to pick one that doesn't get scratched. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I've actually gone um, Crackerjack. Yeah, I, I thought, come on, Reese, you got to land one for the year. Um, so I've gone... Um, because I know we didn't touch Royce Hill, and I don't know if we are touching Royce Hill later on. But I've gone um, race nine, number nine, um, Budwa at twelve dollars, and um, last time I checked, it was three dollars fifty for a place. Um, so yeah, uh, so it's in the last right um, in the ninth race. It has good wet track form, um, and one of the main reasons I picked this horse was because I reckon Jenny Duggan is one of the most underrated front-running jockeys in Australia. Like, she wins a lot of races at good odds. Um, it goes around with 52 kilos, this start, um, in the wet, likes wet form. It's got barrier seven. I think it goes straight to the front. And a lot of the time in wet weather, it's extremely hard for anything to chase down leaders at Rose Hill. Like, the amount of time I've seen leaders just, um, just ping and win at Rose Hill yeah, on wet weather days. Um, so, Jenny Duggan, she's an absolute guru. Um, and I think ele- oh, at the moment it's $11 and $3.50. So I think that's like probably my best crack jack of the year so far. With I've confidence heard it all before. It has to be because it can't get much worse. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's fucking, it only has to win. How many have you won place. before? Like, in, like, oh, maybe, maybe the first, first season won like four. Yeah. And they were like all like $10. And then oh, I think the second last year, I got the first one straight off the bat at like 8 or $9. And then um, got really close with Gaelic Chieftain at like $30 when it hit the lead and... Got nabbed on the line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been usually a place. We've just been dog shit this year. Yeah. Oh, well. Doesn't matter. We move on. Marcus, feature. Uh, so you, you want a crack jack from me? Or? Just whatever you've got. Okay, so... Usually it would have been that 71 multi, but your best bet. <laughs> yeah, no. no, okay. So I really like that extravagant lad in race two in Sydney, number 18. Cool. What's um, paying? He's 10 to 1, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, he lo- loves the week. Lovely. Uh, Tyler? No feature bet. I'm going the crack jack. 
Yeah, so I love it. I reckon, man, that's what fans want. They want a good, like, odds bet. Because at the end of the day, if I'm ever looking through tipping websites or um, someone's, like, Twitter things or something, I go through and look at, like, a good odds bet and then look at it myself and think, like, oh, why not have, like, $10 each one? Yeah. Um, mentioned it for my Crackerjack last week, but got scratch. Um, he's even a, like a super easy race, and that's fly on by $17 and $4.60. Keeping the blinkers on, good barrier, and I really like his chances. Where's he running? Um, Caulfield, I think it is. Um, I think he might be up the first. I mean, it's like a benchmark 64 he was racing in, and he was um, going to contest the stakes race. So I think he's a super chance. Um, but yeah. Seventeen dollars. I just think he's over. Oh, Mooney Valley on Friday. So race, uh, race five, Mooney Valley. Beautiful. All right. Well, I'm just going to give a little Jim's multi. I'm going to go with my Star of Chaos to place. I'm going to go Surprise Baby to place, and I'm going to go Front Bar to win, and that gets you twelve dollars twenty-eight. Um, I think that's a very, very good bet. That I think that's um, a Surprise Baby runs as well as I think it does. I think you're getting twelve dollars eighty, twelve dollars twenty for Surprise Baby to place. So. Yeah. All right. Anything else we want to add before we call it, call it stumps? Yeah, I've hit the bricks segment. No, let's hear it. Um, former Australian skipper Tim Payne. <laughs> no, nah. bricks. You're a dog. <laughs> You've let me down. You've broken my heart. I don't know, Jim. Jim feels very differently about this. Um, as an Australian cricket captain, he was the man we turned to. He was our honourable saviour. Um, he was put on a pedestal. He couldn't do any wrong. And he's just mugged us off. Wasn't it two years ago? And then it was five years ago. Five years we're not going to we're not we're not going to talk about this one here because this is not the tile place. Not tile place. Regan, you know the problem is you've been in a relationship for too long. You've forgotten what it means to be a fucking. It boy. doesn't matter, mate. He <laughs> Remember, where's the line? 